Flames is a podcast created by best friends and Twin Flames, Chloe and Hillary, about personal development, shifting the perspective, and getting in touch with the best version of yourself. Chloe is a practicing eclectic witch, entrepreneur, and clairvoyant. Hillary is a mindfulness expert, happiness educator, and practicing therapist trainee. We combine our strengths and knowledge to bring you the best of what we've found has been helpful to us on our respective journeys. There's been an undeniable truth since before we even existed. Nothing ever stays the same. Change cannot be resisted. Oh my goodness. Trending on Twitter this last week. People were upset because apparently in Pokemon Go, there is like, they're doing the next community day, but they're letting people vote on the Pokemon that's going to be for it. And Vulpix is an option. The best Mm -hmm. option. The only option, in my opinion. Obviously. And most people were like, yeah, Vulpix, blah, 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 blah. But there were so many people that were like, no, this is dumb. I'm like, excuse? What? Who? What? (laughs) Why? Why? What? Vulpix is the best Pokemon. Yeah. It's a clear choice. I mean, come on. Vulpix is amazing. Even the name is so cool. It's got a V and an X. Right? How do you even do that? Like, what other word or name has both those letters in it? Totally. And the evolution is Ninetales. That's what I was going to say. Which, like, they're my favorite Pokemon. And I feel like I just always say Vulpix because I feel like the evolutions also count. Oh, yeah. Unless you're talking about Eevee, then there's, like, some differentiation. (laughs) There's tons of Eeveelutions. Yeah. There's tons. So I love the word Eeveelution. I know. (laughs) Speaking of evolution, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast, but which one is your favorite? Ooh, okay. Are we talking the originals or? So two different ones. Okay. So this is the only time that I'm like, okay, with Pokemon that are not in the original 151. Ditto. It's only evolutions that are acceptable. Like the only one. So for me, I'd say it's a split between... Flareon and um oh what's the psychic one is it I always forget Espeon 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 yes oh because ESP yeah yeah I get it (laughs) you know what's funny is I feel exactly the same way this Eevee is the only exception and I do Mm -hmm. have two Eeveelutions that I like um Vaporeon is my number one Mm. big Vaporeon stand that was probably my favorite Pokemon before I found Ninetales which this was like back in the day when Pokemon like first launched oh yeah um but my secondary for the extended Eeveelutions is Leafeon we love a leafy boy oh it's cute though that's (laughs) true cute I just love psychic shit I mean, you are a psychic bitch, so... (laughs) I mean, I think we both are. (laughs) I just, like, uh, grew up with Pokemon, love Pokemon, cannot stand any Pokemon other than the 151 originals, and I do have reasons for that. It's not just, like, blind hatred. Like... They're just, okay, we're going to be real biased here because Super we're talking biased. about an opinion. Yeah. Which you're also entitled to. But like, what are all the other Pokemon? They, oh my God. Okay. 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 They are so, my criticism is they are so uncreative. There is like a few exceptions, which I will mention in a moment, but I'm totally with you on this one, Hillary. They are so uncreative. Like, okay, so when I was a kid, I liked to draw. I still like to draw. But I would, um, for fun, I'd create, quote unquote, Pokemon. Like, Pokemon that didn't exist, but that were just, like, random amalgamations of these different animals. I still have it somewhere. That's so cool. And I'm not kidding. I created more creative, quote unquote, Pokemon than any of the ones, with few exceptions, that came after the original 151. That's why it pisses me off. Because I was like 10. And if I, I could do it, like, what are, you, what are you doing? And I think what upsets me, like, okay, I have a couple of complaints that I'm going to list. Number one, I've shown this to Hillary, and she was outraged. <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> the Alolan Meowth and Persian. Oh, my God. What I'm so upset about it the still. fuck? Like, still so upset about it. So Persian is the big problem there. Let me paint this picture for you guys. Oh, my God. So 
I'm playing through uh, my first ever Pokemon game, which I was into Pokemon as a kid. Like I watched the show, I had cards, but I never like played the card game or collected much else. But my very first Pokemon game was actually Pokemon Sun, which is a newer game, I will admit. I didn't really play any of the classic ones. I just never got into it. I but, had red, blue, and yellow. Oh, that's amazing. But... Let me just paint this picture for you. I'm playing Pokemon Sun. I'm really into it. I'm surprised that I'm into it because I've tried some Pokemon games in the past and was never into it. I get a Meowth. I am so excited. I think he looks like a little weird, but I'm like, all oh, right, he's kind of cute. I can't wait to see the evolution that is definitely going to blow my mind. Mind mm -hmm. you, I have... Andrew, my husband, who is like, oh, the evolution is so like cool. And he really likes it. He thinks it's cute. What? And he's like, yeah, it's so cool. I can't wait for you to see it. And we like, in, it's so hard in this day and age and with the internet to not spoil things for yourself. Yeah. But I managed to dodge the spoiler bullet on this one. Even with all of like the Pokemon connections and people that I have and like love Pokemon. Like there's so many Pokemon fanatics that I'm friends with. And I managed to keep this one a secret. I evolve this. The My intensity, like the intensity heightens when that beautiful evolution music is playing. It's showing me this beautiful galaxy screen on my little DS window. <laughs> and then fucking Persian steps out. This Alolan Persian. I was outraged. I was like, Andrew, what the fuck? Those were it's like my so exact words. I was bad. so mad. Who is this derpy ass looking cat? Right? Oh my gosh. Like, he looks what? so why derpy. Would you, why would you do such a thing? Like, why would we ruin a good thing? Persian it looks is a like beautiful they took Pokemon. Persian's face and just like smashed it with a pan. <laughs> <laughs> god so needless to say i was angry i'm still upset i don't even want to look at this picture i'm still upset about it <laughs> like, it's such a problem and then the second complaint that i have another alolan pokemon this is why i totally agree with hillary's validity of like pokemon after the original 150 just suck they just but don't even count they just don't even count so I really don't like the Pokemon Diglett, and it's because there is just a plethora of them. In Pokemon Go, you catch uh, them yeah. all the time. In the games, they're always available, and I'm just tired of seeing a stupid face. But, mm. <laughs> or his or her, I should say. Um, I'm just tired of, well, they? It's like yeah. three? His, her, or they? They, yeah. All in in between. Um, mm -hmm. But... In the Alolan version, they look like the fucking Hanson brothers. They do. They have, like they little do. blonde wigs, and I'm just like, excuse. It's so weird. It's so and uh, makes no sense. No, like, it why? makes no sense. So but, every time fuck? I would get one, I would get so mad in the game. But like, yeah. So I'm I'm with Hillary on this one. I'm like. What even is this? Who put these people in charge of creating these? I get so upset about it i was talking with classmates a while back and like my rage over this was coming out and i think they were picking up on like how unreasonably upset i was about it and it is unreasonable but still and one of my classmates goes i think they have a whale pokemon because that's our uh, spirit animal as a cohort we're the whales and Aww. this classmate pulls up a picture and i look at it and i was like it's just a whale. And it made me more mad. I was like, this is what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, I don't remember which Pokemon that is, but I know what you're talking about. The it's whale just one. a whale. It's yeah, it's ju just it's a, whale. a whale. It's not creative. No. Now, it's so upsetting. I will tell you this. I do have a few exceptions with the newer Pokemon that I believe came out with Sword and Shield. There's three exceptions that I can think of. Okay. Number one, the psychic ponyta is adorable. See, that they sounds amazing. Such a good job that she looks like a little cotton candy horse princess. And I love mm. it. He or she, damn it. I did it again. I need to stop gendering things. He, she, they, whomever. <laughs> Ugh, guys, unlearning that behavior. Can I just take a quick moment here? Unlearning that behavior. It's not hard. It's doable. I just, I'm really trying to get it in my head. <laughs> uh, no, I, it's a complete mentality and language yeah. shift. I totally get it. Um, 
And what's even worse is that psychic Pokemon is like pink and teal. So immediately my brain makes this connection with pink that shouldn't be there. Oh, it says so much about our culture. <sighs> our culture. What we're taught. Our culture Ooh. is garbage. I know. Um, the other Pokemon, I showed you this one too, Hillary, more Pico, which is yeah. the little, like, it looks like Pikachu, but when it's hungry, it gets mad. See, I like that. That's I think cute. that one's real cute. And then the new wheezing or coughing or whatever the fuck its name is that looks like a bong is brilliant. <laughs> Um, but other than that, all the other Pokemon can fuck off. <laughs> I mean, for real, though. Also, um, I guess this is kind of a segue because I'm just realizing how apt this is for our topic today. <gasps> oh my god, it is. Yes, because check this out. All Pokemon, with very few exceptions, have an evolution, so they will change over time. Yes. And... All of the different types of Pokemon that have come out, you know, red, blue, yellow, um, silver, gold. You can see how I'm like way back in generations. But then there's all the other ones that I don't know about because it makes me angry that they kept going after the 151 original. But that's fine. Um, All of that is change too. And what are we talking about today, Chloe? We are talking about change. Yeah, we are. Oh my God. For some reason, my brain immediately cued the big mouth uh, music. I'm going through changes. Oh my God, that show is so good. Also, before we go any farther, I do want to say when I read the quote in the beginning, I did not add the person who said it because I didn't know how to pronounce it and I didn't want to embarrass myself. So I will put down below who that quote is from. Totally fair. uh, I just want to make sure they're getting credit. Also, like... It's super rare that this happens, but we actually had an, a nice segue, and that feels yeah, cool. Yeah, never happens. We're always yeah. like, here's our thousandth universal weird side story, but like, also, now we're going to talk about this. Yeah, and now it's like connected. <gasps> wow, look at that. <laughs> look at us go. I think it's the candle magic, Hillary. That's what it is. We both have candles going right now. Yeah, after we recorded our last episode on candle magic, we were like, we need to go get our candles. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think, like, we, we have a lot to say about change. Yes. The first thing that I think we both want to put out there is everything is change. Everything yes. changes. I mean... We, we asked you all a few episodes ago, you know, to try and find something that doesn't change. And it's pretty damn hard, right? Yeah. Like, everything changes. Um, I was given an example of, oh, a rock doesn't change. Well, no, no. Rocks will erode over time. Yes. By the natural elements. So even rocks change. And, and then the follow-up was, well, McDonald's fries don't change. And I said, well, that's just a problem. <laughs> And I hope they change on a yeah, cellular level. Gosh, I don't know if any of you guys are aware of that, but like apparently it's been known that like people have kept McDonald's French fries or like found them like years, months, whatever later, and they're like in exactly the same condition, just yeah, maybe like just a hard, but they're not like moldy or like yeah, no, which is really weird. It, that freaks me out. Ditto. So. <laughs> Oh, Ditto's a good Pokemon, too. Oh, Ditto. But Ditto can, like, be anything, which I is I know. Cool. Have you seen... Okay, super tangent. Treasure Planet? No, I was going to say the new Detective Pikachu movie. Yes, it's very cute. Ugh, and then the Ditto it. in that? And how, yes. like... Oh, those eyes are creepy. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> I actually Ooh. really liked that movie. Such a good movie. Really pleased with how the Pokemon but turned out. they used, like, the original 150, I'm pretty sure, for that yeah, movie. Yeah, they did. And then they, they threw in the others. Superior. See, the main <laughs> ones were the originals, and then they threw in the newer generations in the background, which I think was very smart of them. That was very smart. Mm-hmm. Well, let's be real. They made that movie for 90s babies. It was oh, not for made sure. for kids now. Like, for granted, sure. kids now probably saw it, but... Oh, of course. Like, I probably you, loved it. Who do you think took their kids to see it? Right? And they have to make another. They did so well with it. They did. That. And I loved how I loved Ryan Reynolds being like oh the gosh. voice. And I I have so much more to say about it, but I don't want to derail everything yeah. too much. So She's back on wrong. track. Everything is changed. Also, I'd like to point out that Pokemon change because they evolve. 
See, isn't that beautiful? <laughs> oh, and if we can all look at our lives and ourselves that way. Oh my God, <sighs> that would be such a fun exercise to write yourself as a Pokemon. <sighs> we should have Chills. thought of that for homework, but now I guess we can. So homework yeah. in advance, make yourself a Pokemon. Yeah, and what would your evolution be? Yeah, and like your powers and shit. Mm -hmm. And maybe if you're not sure, make several evolutions like yeah, your Eevee. Yeah, look at Eevee. You're just Eevee. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh my god, I love this. I want to do this. Right? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess to start out, I'll talk a little bit about my experience with change. Um, I mean... That's such an interesting statement because right off the bat, my thought is, okay, so everything, like, <laughs> everything is change. That's what I've come to find. Everything is temporary. Everything changes. Everything moves, you know, um, metaphorically, I mean. Uh, and so I think the best way I can describe it is uh, years and years ago, I was in trauma therapy. Highly recommend if you've ever had any kind of trauma do some trauma therapy. There's many modalities. It literally changed my life and myself for the better in so many ways. I love that. Ugh, it was like, it was like the difference between living in a cage and then stepping outside of that. And that's a metaphor, but that is how it felt. Yeah. You know, because trauma can make you feel trapped and stuck. And oh, then yeah. there's a realization that, oh, I can, it's like the, um, it's like the devil card in tarot. Where yes. there's these people with the chains around their necks. But, but if the you chains look closer, are so loose. Yeah, they can remove them. That was what trauma therapy was for me. I felt trapped and then I realized, oh, I can just, I can get out of this. Yeah. It's great. I love it. Um, so quick plug for, you know, doing your own personal work around your trauma. <laughs> <laughs> but when I was in trauma therapy, I distinctly remember there was a day where I was sitting in therapy and I forget what we were talking about, but I remember looking out at my therapist's garden as I contemplated change and as I contemplated that everything changes. And suddenly it hit me. And I was like, oh my God, everything changes. Like everything, everything. On a cellular level, we change. Our cells die and we have new cells all the time. Yeah. Um, there's actually, I can see if I can find this little video that shows how frequently every part of our body wow. uh, changes. And even down to our bones and our muscles, it takes maybe 15 years, but it does change. And I think every 15 years or so, we actually have brand new muscles. That's so crazy. So even in our bodies, everything changes. And as I'm as I was looking out at this garden... I realized, like, everything changes. These trees will lose their leaves and then grow new ones. The flowers will die off and then come back. You know, I mean, a fire could come through here and everything would be gone and then totally. it will grow back. And everything, everything changes over time, whether it's a fast change or a slow change. And that meant that if everything else changes, I can change too. Yeah. And that was huge for me, that sense of like, oh, wait, I'm not stuck. I don't have to do this or be this or, you know, whatever patterns hmm. I had fallen into, I can change. That really brings new, that, I'm sorry that, that I cut you off. That really brings a new thought bubble to me about that phrase, you're not stuck, you're not a tree move, but like trees also change. So there's yeah. really nothing you could compare it to, except for maybe a yeah. McDonald's French fry. I know. You're not a McDonald's <laughs> French fry, okay? No. And <laughs> I would argue that trees move, not so much that we think of it, but they shift, their branches wave in the breeze, their roots will grow further out oh, yeah. and away. You know, trees move too. They grow taller. That's movement. Totally. So it's just, I think the coolest part about that realization for me was it gave me the freedom to be who I wanted and do what I wanted with my life. And I'm not kidding. Um, Chloe, you might remember this time. After that instant in therapy, some interesting stuff started happening. I had this odd moment um, 
where everything in the world literally looked different. Everything was brighter. I questioned myself about um, the rules of the world and everything, like to the point that I remember getting to a stoplight and thinking, oh, wait, what does this mean? Okay, red <laughs> usually means stop, right? Oh, okay, I'll stop. Like, <laughs> And it's little things, and then it's bigger things, where I was like, why is the sky so bright? Like, look at the trees that I never noticed. Yeah. All of these things I started to see and to really, I think what it was is I was actually being involved in my life for the first time. Yeah. I was truly present and involved so that then gave me the ability to say, well, do I like where I am? Do I like what I'm doing? Do I want to stay here? And I realized as great as some of the things were that I was doing, it was time for me to move on. And that, that's so cool. Chloe, that's Chills. when I transferred from UCSB back to uh, University of Redlands. Wow. And I uprooted my whole life. I was involved in a lot of organizations. I was the head of one of them. I said, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, but I have to go. I left all of that. I left my friends there. I left everything, Hillary, school, everything. I feel like as impactful as this is, you do not talk about this enough. I know. Like, I feel like I don't shut up about like the same scenarios that like shifted my perspective. But like, I don't think I realized, like I knew that you'd like transferred, but I don't think I ever really thought about the weight of that decision for you and what that meant until this yeah. very moment. Yeah, it was huge. I mean, and I will say this, that I identify as the moment that I got on the path I am now. Because then I started studying what I wanted to study. My degree, my bachelor's, you know, it's in holistic happiness and health, totally. creative expression, mindfulness, wellness, and psychological well-being. Which is so cool. I got to create that. I got to do that. Hillary, and do really you know like... how fucking rad you are as a person? Aw, that's You're so nice. so rad. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I'm working on just saying thank you to compliments now because it makes me uncomfortable. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's a good discomfort. It's pushing okay. my boundaries and challenging myself discomfort. Okay. Um, and really, having the ability to do that put me... No, no. I put myself <laughs> on the path that was really right for me. Because before I was doing what I thought I was supposed to do, you right. know? And from then on, I was doing what I wanted to do. Without that, I wouldn't have gone to the school I'm in now. Without that, we probably wouldn't have started this podcast. No, Without all of not. that, I wouldn't be living here. I wouldn't, like, there's so many things that ripple outward, right? Totally. And it all started in that moment in trauma therapy, looking out the window at the garden and realizing, oh my God, everything changes. And the flip side of it is when that happened, I know all this sounds magical, I was terrified. <laughs> I was so scared because the thing about that I identify to be hardest about change for me, everyone's different, but it's that sense of the unknown. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know anything that comes next, but I'm going to step into it anyway. Ugh. And I still feel nervous about transitions. I still yeah. feel nervous about changes. I still am a little uncomfortable with the unknown. But I also know that that's okay. Yeah. And oftentimes, if I'm following what feels right and what I know is right for me, stepping into the unknown, as frightening as it can be, I also know that it's going to be okay. Even if I don't know how or when or why. I know that it's going to be okay. Yeah. Because, you know, what I always think about is that um, that song from Steven Universe, Here Comes a Thought. Oh, so yes. good. I think like <sighs> one or two episodes back, we totally quoted the hell out of that song and I linked it. I talk about it all the so time. Good. It's Andrew, so good. my husband learned how to play it on the ukulele and it's so sweet. Aww, I love that. My favorite line in that song, and I ask myself this all the time. It's probably what I quoted in the previous episode, too. It's, um, 
it's something to the effect of like, is this what makes us fall apart? But it's not, but it's not, but it's not. Totally. And that is what I ask myself because falling apart, I mean, to me, falling apart is not necessarily crying or having a tough time. Falling apart is the disintegration of myself as a person. And the truth is, there is hardly anything in this world that could make me as a person disintegrate. You're not wrong. So, whatever happens, even if it's uncomfortable or upsetting or causes a breakdown for a period of time, it's not going to be what makes me fall apart. And so it's okay to move into that unknown. It's okay to accept that things are going to change. I love that. And everything's transient. Everything. Everything's temporary. Like, consider this. We are temporary. Yes. I mean. We don't live forever. I know some people don't like to think about that, but it's really kind of like if you can get to a state where you're more like chill and calm with it, which I think comes with time. Yeah. Like, it's actually like a very beautiful thing. It's gorgeous. I think it's <laughs> lovely because... Um, Maybe we should also link down Pema Chodron's book, Comfortable with Uncertainty, because she talks about this. Ooh. It's very easy to realize that everything is temporary and then to become kind of nihilistic. Oh, well, if it's temporary, then it just doesn't matter. So <laughs> who cares? But really, the beauty of everything being temporary is that means that every moment is precious. Yes. Every single moment like, if you can realize we won't ever have this moment again, right here, right now, that is beautiful because that means that it's our responsibility to be fully present and engaged with what's happening right here and right now so that we can soak in the beauty of it. Yeah. It's like, for me, the difference between playing with your cat. I've had this happen before. The difference between playing with your cat and videotaping you playing with your cat yes oh my god <sighs> I, I had can't... a moment like that where like I was like taping um well technically my housemate's cat I was videotaping <laughs> him and I had this surreal moment of like he's right there and I think what he's doing is great but I'm looking at him through a screen right and I put it down immediately I was like this is ridiculous I'm not gonna do this I feel like it's that way with birthdays and like all kinds of stuff. Like every year, even for myself, I have a picture, which is like great to have like the photos for later because I don't know, it's it's cool. I'm not going to lie to yeah. have the progression is cool. Oh, of course. But there's definitely a level of like staged, like every year I get a picture of my husband in front of the Christmas tree because his birthday is right around the holiday season. And he's always holding a key lime pie with birthday candles that are like the numbers of his birth Aww. like year. And That's it's great. Cute. Like I have one from him from every year since he turned like 20 and he's going to be 30 this year. So I have a decade of these photographs and it's very cool when you put them all together to like see the progression. But I have had that thought in the moment. I'm like, damn, every year I stage this shit. Like, we do sing him happy birthday after the fact and, like, do our own thing. But yeah. every year for at least the last, like, three of those ten years, I've been like, man, do we always – do I want to, like, stage these forever? <laughs> right. <laughs> and I think – Because it does take you out of the moment. We, like, move yeah. him in front of the tree. We make the plate look prettier than we probably normally would. Mm -hmm. Like, there is a level of, like, stage to it. Yeah. Totally. And I think there's a both and with that. It's nice to be able to look back on memories and to reminisce. Totally. And it's really wonderful to be present in the moment. You're not wrong. So it can be a both and. Um, I think for me. Well, for that, it was like a day to day thing. It wasn't oh, like yeah. a. Which like, I guess you can also reminisce on the day to day with a cat. There's not like not validity in that. It goes both <laughs> ways. <laughs> it's so interesting because like. I think change tends to be really scary. Um, again, I think for me, I don't know about everyone else, but, and I would encourage you all, like, if change scares you, consider what part of change is scary. For me, it's the unknown. And I'm, I'm going to take us real deep, real quick, and then <laughs> we'll just pop up for a breath of air and keep moving. Um <laughs> 
So for me, I identify that I am afraid of the unknown. Now, what is most unknown, I think, in this world is often our unconscious. The parts of us that are there are present, but that we don't have access to, that we don't know. And so perhaps there's something about all of it, about the pieces of me that I don't know, about the things in life that I don't know, about all of these things that feel like we need to know. And I think um, there's, so the left side of our brain wants things to be certain and known. The right side of our brain is pretty amorphous and is comfortable with the unknown. Allowing things to be unknown for me means that I am allowing parts of myself also to be unknown. And there's something beautiful in that because I'm acknowledging that there are things in the world I have no idea about. You know, often they say the smartest people are the ones who know they know nothing, right? And it's not for me about being smart. That has nothing to do with it. That's just a common quote. And for me, it's about knowing that I don't know and accepting that and releasing the desire to control and have the power of knowing so that I can trust the flow of life so that I can trust my own internal guidance, so that I can trust these things that I cannot pin down. Yeah. And that's okay, because there are things I can pin down. There are things I can control. It just isn't everything, and that's okay. So now come up for a breath of air. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I do... You all know me. I love the quotes. So many quotes. <laughs> Hillary is like a walking quote Pinterest board. It's ridiculous. And so I have two that I want to share with you all because they're amazing. Um, now, my big challenge right now to be entirely authentic is I'm going to really try not to cry while reading these oh. because they're so, for me, so powerful and impactful. So bear with me if I need to take a few breaths. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this first one is from... Uh, spoken word artist that I love. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but I know how to spell it, so I'm so sorry. His name is Shane K-O-Y-C-Z-A-N. I'm sorry, I don't know how to pronounce it, but he's amazing. So this is from one of his spoken words. He says, we must believe, like the seed, that change is possible. The seed never sees the flower. It grows knowing that it must become more than what it was. It changes because in growth, all of its potential can be unlocked. Change is like rain. It starts with a single drop. Oh! Oh, I love it. Um, And then the other one is... um, Oh, shoot. What's her name? Uh, Last name is... I think it's pronounced Ocelli? Is it Cynthia? I, I need to double check because I don't want to get this wrong. Um, yes, Cynthia Ocelli, I believe is how her name is pronounced. So it says, For a seed to achieve its greatest expression, it must come completely undone. The shell cracks, its insides come out, oh. and everything changes. To someone who doesn't understand growth, it would look like complete destruction. I, that's like one of my favorites. Quotes of all time. And that's how change can feel sometimes. When I left everything in Santa Barbara, there was a part of me that was like, I don't know about this. Like, am I screwing everything up? And I'm certain there are people who didn't understand and I was leaving so much. And part of me did think like, am I breaking right now? Am Am I becoming undone? But it wasn't that. It was the start of something beautiful. So it can look like things... Uh, Therapy is a great example. Often we tell our clients that um, often things will seem like they're getting worse before they get better. That's okay. Trust the process. That's a lot of what change is in my experience is maybe you feel like it's not good. It's, It's dipping down. It's not what you want. But you have to see where it goes if it feels like it's the right direction for you. And then in my experience... I come out on the other side. Now, there's a part of trusting your own intuition in this. If it doesn't feel right and you're just going through it because you think you should, that's far different from something being um, 
something that you're drawn to and you're checking in with yourself and you know that it's hard, but you have a sense that this is where you're meant to be. Those are two different things. You know, tend to yourself, make sure that, of course, it's what's right for you. That, I think, is a huge part of it. And allow some discomfort because we do not change, we do not grow without some challenge, some discomfort. So... I have a lot more feelings and thoughts about change, (laughs) (laughs) clearly, but I think that's really what I wanted to share and what I want people to take away is that you can change. Everything is change. Change can be beautiful. It can be painful, but who knows where it will take you Yeah, and just allowing for that. Yeah. Letting yourself change as a person. The journey is fun. Right? If you allow it. I got some great advice recently. Um, if you're asking yourself what should you do, replace the word should with the word want. <gasps> yeah. Then see what happens. Ugh. Speaking of that, there's a video that Teal Swan just recently put out. I'll link it down below. And it's like, it's the basically the concept of like, I have to. Mm. And, like, shifting your mentality around have to and actually figuring out what you actually do want to do. And giving you, like, it's like the concept of, she explains it so much better in her video, but it's like the concept of, like, if you say you have to go to this commitment, when you replace it in your dialogue with I want to, Mm -hmm. it gives you the ability to also see, like, why you're doing certain things because the follow-up to it is okay well why do I want to and you're either gonna find that a you really don't fucking want to or Mm -hmm. b you're gonna find all the reasons why you do want to and this could even be as simple as like doing the dishes like yeah maybe you don't want to but when you say I want to you can back that up with well for me I'll give an example uh I want to do with the dishes because when the kitchen is clean, usually the rest of the house reflects that. Like yeah. when the kitchen's a mess, the rest of my house goes to hell. So. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and I could back that up with so many, like, it feels better mentally when my space is clean. Like Yes. And I think this is something that I would recommend to everyone, you know, like replace those have tos, shoulds, oughts, all of those replace it with want and I do also want to call out the privilege in some circumstances of being able to do that. Yes. You know, there are circumstances where maybe you don't want to work two jobs, but you have kids' mouths to feed. You don't have the extra help. Totally. And you are maybe in a... I hate I hate the disadvantage and the oppression in this country and world because that's what's making me so angry right now. Um, suffice to say... It takes privilege to make that choice for some things. Yes. Some things, I think it's open to everyone. You know? Like, um, I should... Oh, well, this gets complicated. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Watch that video. I feel like she really does a good job of, like, expressing a lot of different angles about it. Yeah. So I think for me, um, the takeaway is that Everything changes. Allow yourself to change. Know that it's okay to be nervous or scared about change. And if it's going to be a change that's right for you, despite the nervousness, despite the fear, allow yourself to move into it, to move through it. Yes. So... We're going to talk a little more. We're going to hear from Chloe and her experience. Uh, But first, we have a quick word from our sponsors. So Hillary took us on the deep dive, (laughs) (laughs) which I love and appreciate so much. Um, And I feel like my my examples of change are a lot more current in my life and something that even changed in me over the last like seven days Mm. and how I'm coming at things with a newer perspective. And it's such like a basic, silly example. But here we are. Authenticity showing up. What's good? Um, And I sent Hillary actually some pictures on this so she could totally get an image of what I'm talking about and you can go to my channel if you want to experience it too if you catch it before they change but um I am someone that especially in my work life I'm a Taurus we will 
work things until they are well and truly dead. And even then we're chasing them in the afterlife. Okay. <laughs> so like, that is something that I can always tell you about a Taurus is they will work something into the ground, inc- including themselves. Like mm. we do not change our mind easily. We do not like very stubborn in mm. even in the way that we like work extremely stubborn. If the method is working, we will continue the same method well beyond past the point of it not working anymore. <laughs> very hard to make a Taurus change. So um, something that I realized in my own field of work, you guys know a lot of you that have been here for a while, but if you don't, I'm going to toot my own horn here for a moment. Um, I do mostly YouTube as my main career, but yes, I also read tarot cards. I have this podcast, obviously, that we She's do. She's amazing. Love it. Thank you. Um, I read tarot cards. I do photography. Like I do a ton of different things, but YouTube, I would say, is like my main, it's been my main for the past seven years almost. And recently I have kind of started making gaming videos again. And it started in November doing something just like light, extremely light. Um, I was like, you know, this is really like my day job and I shouldn't just give up on it. And it's something that I still, I had to like have a very, I feel like there's so many things I could say here. I'm like getting too ahead of myself with the story progression. I do that all the time. Dialing it back just a little bit more. um, I've talked about it countless times in this podcast, how there was like the great burnout of 2019. And there was a huge chunk of time, almost a two year period where I was just unhappy with everything I was producing, nothing was working. And I firmly believe that I had to go through my own personal internal transformation before I could come back and do it differently. Oh my God. Yes. I think right now in this present moment, it's making more sense than it ever has to me. And my eyes are wide open and I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, it, it was to the point where I was constantly begging the universe, like, please remove me from this situation. I hate this so much. I feel so miserable. I'm so Mm. lost. And now I finally see the purpose It has all come full circle and I have goosebumps as I'm talking about it, but I finally see the purpose for going through all of that and how much it taught me and how much it shifted me as a person so I can come back to this and do it differently and still doing something similarly, but this had to be the thing that broke me in a way. (laughs) this had to be the thing that broke me because it was the thing that was the most important to me. I derive so much of my self-worth from the work that I produce into the world. And so taking that outlet away from me in more ways than one was the number one thing that shifted my perspective the fastest. Mm. I believe that I was on like steroids mode of like Mm. shifting my perspective and shifting the person that I am. Um, as Hillary, I feel like I can actually relate to some of the things you were, well, I relate to all of it, but I could especially relate to where you were saying that, like, you just weren't present, like mm. prior to that moment, you just weren't really present. And then you brought a level of presence to your life. And I feel like that was really the great transformation I was going through because yeah. I was learning how to become more present, learning how to become more grateful, learning mm. how to not treat like my business does deal a lot in numbers and view counts and who got so many likes on what and blah, 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 blah. And over time, you can start to see these individual people that are caring about the work that you're doing as a number. Mm. And it's like, oh, the numbers aren't as good right now. And now that's a direct reflection of me. And instead of flipping that totally around, and, you know, maybe it's not, 6,000 views, it's only 100. Holy fuck, could you imagine being in front of 100 people? Like, yeah, that's incredible. I just got like knocked on my ass for like a year and a half. And now I'm like, oh my God. Like, even when I go into my comment sections for videos now, I'm so like appreciative. Even like Hillary, I haven't even told you about this yet, but like, The other day I was going through my comments and I used to avoid YouTube comments like the plague because when you get to a certain point, a lot of times you will see an increase of hatred as well as love in your Mm. comments. And so there was a long stretch of time where I just avoided my comments because I was not in the mental headspace to deal with the things that weren't as nice. It was very hard for me. Mm -hmm. And now I've started going back through them, like even 
beyond the point of where I'm currently uploading. And even the comments that are not as nice, I'm expressing gratitude for. And I mean it. Like, I I, oh. I I see people for where they're coming from. And if I've actually done something that to me isn't offensive or to me isn't um, even like from my perspective now, if I don't agree with their opinion, it's like giving these people that respect or apologizing or whatever it might be that I need to be doing. And I have such a more deep understanding of just people. <laughs> oh, yes. And I'm, I couldn't believe it. There were like a few comments that just like weren't nice that were recent. And I was just, I had such deep appreciation for them. And it was oh. so like, what a world. But um, not only that, the really basic part of the change that I wanted to get to is for years and years and years, I've just kind of like, made thumbnails for my videos as like, whatever, like, oh, like they look good, but they're not like, like I've said, when you break a Taurus's method, that takes a lot. <laughs> that mm. takes a lot to like, if it's working and it's not broken, like whatever, just keep, keep mm -hmm. doing it. And recently I had this like great epiphany that I was like, you know, like I always knew this, but I never really thought about it. Like the thumbnail really is like the cover of a book. Like, do you know how many people judge a book by its cover? Do you know oh how many people God. will not click on a video if your thumbnail is not something incredible? <sighs> and this was the new realization that I had. And so even though that was a tough realization for me to come to, because it's kind of an art form in a way, learning digital art and doing it this way. Of course it is. But... I have totally shifted and started spending, it's the difference between spending 10 minutes putting together a thumbnail and an hour. And I've started spending so much more time, like catering my thumbnails more to the episodes and spending more time caring for the people that are actually coming to my channel. And it's just been a complete transformation. And the joy that I feel even in my work is so different. Oh. Love and that. interestingly enough, the numbers totally reflect it. Oh, I like, love that. Numbers have doubled across my platforms. And on top of it, I've been getting comments lately where people are coming to me and saying like, Chloe, I can tell that you're so happy. Like it's really coming through in the things that you're making. You're so yes. very, and I am. So, I don't know what's in the water, man. I'm like so genuinely happy. So yes. I guess for me in terms of change, it's just, like I said, it's all starting to make sense now. And all those changes that I went through that I was really ungrateful for in the moment because I couldn't see why it was happening. I was hurting. I was broke as fuck. Mm -hmm. You know, like there was just so much that was happening all at once. And now I've kind of come out the other side even more so. And I'm seeing why all of those things had to happen. That and... is so true. That's how I felt. I mean... I spoiler alert you don't go to trauma therapy if everything's going great i wouldn't think so no <laughs> i felt broken beat down defeated everything was wrong i was you know like and getting on that other side it's so beautiful so i i feel what you're talking about you know i've sure, always just in a different way i've always wanted to like be a voice for change or like mm -hmm. do something with my life that made some kind of an impact. But same, I think ultimately the life lessons that I've learned over the last couple of years is, you know, you can be a voice for change. You can do all of these things. But my problem was, is I was actually neglecting the people that were supporting it. Yeah. And like, that is like, t I just came to like a huge place of humility, really. <laughs> and it was so good uh, and it feels really good and I think that's what I've been writing lately <laughs> that's beautiful and it's that energetic exchange too yeah. like, like putting that energy out there and it's coming back yeah totally oh, that's feels beautiful. good man and also can't we all kind of like <laughs> question for everyone can't we all kind of like tell when someone likes what they're doing or is loving their life and when absolutely. they really don't like, absolutely oof, there is a I, I don't know about you all but i feel that energy just walking up to someone i'm like oh, oh okay <laughs> <laughs> or oh 
you know? It's the best way I can describe it. I love that for you. (sighs) And I feel like, I guess in closing, I had an extra little thought to add that I feel like for me, a lot of the change also had to come from no longer forcing And just letting, like, you know, producing the things that make me really happy and feel joyful and just saying, you know what, if this performs really well, that's fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. But if it doesn't, I had so much fun creating this that I don't really care. Yes. And I didn't think I would ever be at the point that I'm at now. But here we are thriving. (laughs) I completely agree. Oh, Another quick Steven Universe reference. Oh, love that. I guess technically Steven Universe future, but you know, same, same. Oh, so cute. At some, did you know a lot of people didn't like the new? I've heard that from so many people that they didn't like Steven Universe future, but I have loved Why? it. I know. Why? I thought it was so good. It's also very representative of change and I'm here for it. Ditto. How many animated characters do they allow to actually grow up? Right. Love that. Um, but they have this new song in there. It's, I think it's called Moving Forward. And yes. that, I have listened to that. I have cried to that in the most beautiful way, right? <laughs> like that I think is very representative of maybe what we're both talking about because I forget the exact lyrics, but it's something like, um, oh, shoot, I want to get it right. I'm going to look it up. you know what's funny this is the second time that show stuff has come up for us like i was singing earlier big mouth i'm going through changes yeah and now here we are talking about steven universe future which also the new theme song so cute i love peridot's little steven universe future isn't it it's so adorable it's so good i'm into it 100 And I'm trying to think if they've added any, I think they had more than like just one song in the new series. All the music from Steven Universe is really good. Like really, really good. Honestly, I don't know if they make albums, but if they do, it's like totally worth checking out. They do. do them on YouTube too, but. They do. I found them on Spotify. I made a little (gasps) playlist of Steven Universe songs. It's great. Really? I didn't know they were on Spotify. I love that. I love that playlist. So cute. I mean, I, I made like, my own. I feel like I should have known that because I feel like Andrew listens to a lot of Steven Universe music, but I guess I just didn't think about it. I don't know. Yeah, no, I feel you. So I'm going to read the lyrics without reading the repeating parts. Okay. Because that would just be too long and why? <laughs> <laughs> so it goes, when I was younger and I hated fun, I was always looking back on what I should have done. I used to live my life in fear of the terrible performances that brought me here, but I'm looking forward. And then that repeats. And then it says, It's hard to live your life in stride when you feel the way I always used to feel inside. Now it's so easy that it's strange. I'm a person and the person that I am can change. So I'm looking forward. Aww. It's everything. Like It is. I, You know, to be honest, I didn't even have to tell my personal story. I just could have read that. Like, that's the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Rebecca Sugar. I love her. I guarantee you she wrote that. It's so good. Makes me want to cry. So good. (laughs) (laughs) That show is, like, even though it's technically a kid's show, like, it is good for all ages. Oh, my God, yes. The messages are powerful The messages are so powerful. And can we just, like, real quick give them such a huge shout out for being gender non-conforming and accepting of all the different types of love and identities that's probably my number one like favorite thing about that show oh it's so good love it love it i'm into it right um i think that's all that i had but we did have a little bit of homework of course yes Um, we are gonna link a spoken word poem down below for you guys now Um, Starts at about 5.50 in, though. Yeah. So heads up on that one. The entire spoken word is actually about um, global climate change. I'm sorry if that makes you mad, but, you know, it's a thing and it's It's important. And, you know, sorry, not sorry. So. um, (laughs) (laughs) Well said. Yeah. The part that talks about change is later in. So that's why there's a timestamp along with it. But yeah. if you're interested in the whole thing, this guy is incredible. So Yes, you know. yes, 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 yes. 
Um, and then I know we've mentioned like some books that mm-hmm. Hillary, was it? You it's had a... Comfortable with Uncertainty by okay. Pema Chodron. It's also on Audacity. So if you're one who likes to listen to these things instead of, you know, holding it or reading it um, on like some kind of iPad computer. God, technology is crazy now. Technology um, is crazy. I remember when we did. Well, we've always had the Internet, at least I did, that I can remember. Mm. But like, look do you at remember dial up? Yeah, girl. I had dial up <laughs> longer that? than everyone. I had dial up until I was a senior in high school. And then, like, trying to get a picture on the screen, and you're just, like, waiting and waiting, and and then you decide, you know what? It doesn't matter that much. Never And now we get mad, like, all of us, me included. I'll get, like, upset when something's taking, like, more than two seconds. I know. Like, oh, my God, this takes forever. I know. (laughs) That's me. That's what I sound like when I'm being impatient. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my goodness. It's amazing. Um. So, yeah, we also wanted to offer a reminder of, just like we did before, you know, what doesn't change. If you can find something that doesn't change, I mean, throw it our way. And who knows, maybe you'll find the one thing that doesn't change. But we haven't been able to find anything. Totally. Um, yeah. And we have a couple others. Oh, we do? I didn't write anything else down, Hillary. So it's all, (laughs) you got the rest of the homework, boo. We got it. We got it tag team this we got it (laughs) um so we also were thinking like follow the thought process when it comes to change so because uh there can often be some fear around this right so the thought process follow it with okay what what could happen okay what would happen next okay what would happen next just keep doing that until you get to an end point you'll get to an end point eventually but just keep going. So it's like, um, I don't know, what would be a good example? Like, shoot. Hmm. Brainstorming is not working for me right now. Right mood. We're, we record episodes back to back. So we're like, I, yeah. we're getting to the point of the end of our record session. Yeah. And I think so, it's, it's showing a little bit. <laughs> I think so. So forget the example. The point is just pick something and then follow the thought process of what could happen. And just yeah. see where it goes. Um, yeah. And, oh, oh, I got something. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say, like, maybe you're afraid of giving, like, a big oral presentation. Oh, perfect. You so know? You're afraid of giving a big oral presentation, and then you go, okay, what could happen? Like, worst case scenario. Okay, well, um, everyone laughs at me. Okay, well, what would happen then? Well, then I'd, I'd feel bad. I'd, I'd feel embarrassed. Okay, well, what would happen then? Okay, well... Um, I, I don't know. I'd, I'd sit down when my presentation was done and, and still feel right. embarrassed. Okay. Well, what would happen then? Well, I, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe someone would make a joke to me about it. Okay. What would happen then? Well, I, I, I'd probably still feel a little embarrassed. Okay. What then? You see how it keeps going. Yeah. And at a certain point you're going to get to, like, I guess nothing. Like, right? Like, what would happen then? Uh, I don't know. I, I guess I'd, I'd still be here. Like, I'd, I'd still be a person. Totally. My friends wouldn't leave me. I wouldn't die. Like, I was if- once coached to do this in a stress management class that I took in college. Yes. And it was oh. so, like, Gosh, I wish I could go back and like high five that teacher because in the moment it was all about like me and my husband. I was a super practicing Mormon at the time. My husband was super atheist and we were just not matching up. Mm -hmm. And like I was such a little like, nope, it has to be this way or bust. Mm -hmm. And it honestly now it solves so many problems for me. But at the time I could not think clearly. And I was like, well, I would just die like yeah totally and then when you start really going through it it's like oh wait but i actually won't yeah but actually i won't (laughs) um the last thing that we have is uh i mentioned this a little bit before but take some time to journal about what change means to you and where the fear is often we have fear around change identify where the fear is what is it that you're actually afraid of and really what does change mean for you what does it mean to you what is it? So just get get clear on some of these things and then test yourself, you know? Okay, what would happen then? Totally. 
And I think that's all we got. That's all I have written yeah. down. I was like, I don't have anything else. So I think that's it. <laughs> but we love you guys so much. Thank you so for all much. your support. Yeah. I'm so grateful. And so grateful. we will speak to you guys next Monday. Yes, we will. Bye. Right. Bye, guys. Have a great week. Yeah. If you love what you heard today, please come and follow us on our social media platforms. We are at Twin Flames Pod on both Instagram and Twitter. Use the hashtag AuthenticityWarrior to connect and share your authentic path with us. If you'd like to support us on our mission to spread authenticity to the collective, consider becoming a contributor on our main hub, Anchor. Anchor provides the ability to not only give back to this podcast, but you can also send in voice-recorded questions that we're able to insert and answer on the show. Link in the show notes below. Another way to support us is by leaving a review. It really helps us to be seen and recommended more. If you do decide to review us, no matter the rating, screenshot it and send it to our email for a free guided meditation created by Hillary, me. More information on that below. And lastly, have a question, comment, or a concern? Send us an email and we'll do our best to reach back to you. Have a fantastic week, and remember when you stand tall in your authenticity, you give others the assurance to do the same. We'll talk to you next Monday.